0: Good morning. As we gather again this Sunday over our computer screens, I have uh, prepared a message over God's comfort to His people during times of great trial. Let us pray first. Dear God, as this trial is hitting our nation and the world, we just ask that you send healing and that you send peace to those who, and comfort to those who have the disease, that it will not spread further and that the toll it is taking will reverse. In Jesus' name, the name of the great healer, amen. Throughout the history of civilization, mankind has gone through ups and downs. Society will get better and better and then slip further and further down. And when it slips further down, it almost always goes below where it had been before. Consider the fall of the Roman Empire, the height of civilization, and then it took centuries to recover back to where they had been before the fall of Rome. After such a fall... Society will begin a long climb upwards, finally reaching its prior height and ultimately surpassing it. And as expected, such progress takes great effort. It can be very easy to let go and just slide down. But the blessings of God come after making it through the trials. Isaiah chapter 40 marks a dramatic change in theme for the prophet where the first 39 chapters have focused on judgment, the final 27 have many prophecies of blessing. This is not a complete break. The first part of Isaiah also has prophecies of blessing, while the last half also has promises of judgment. But the emphasis is marked enough to notice. Beginning in verse 1, Comfort O comfort my people, says your God. Speak kindly to Jerusalem and call out to her that her warfare has ended, that her iniquity has been removed, that she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice is calling. Clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness. Make smooth in the desert a highway for our God. Let every valley be lifted up, And every mountain and hill be made low. And let the rough ground become a plain, and the rugged terrain a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all flesh will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. God commands some of his people to bring comfort to others after what they have been through. They have paid for their sins by taking the discipline God sent. They have even taken more as the punishment has paid double for their sins. This does not mean that they had a future get-out-of-jail-free card, but it does mean that blessing is coming. Jerusalem had a pattern of falling into sin and being punished for it. Idolatry was a very easy and obvious sin to fall into. Even in the time of Isaiah, the 8th century B.C., after all the trouble they had with the evil kings, bringing in idols and making sacrifices on the high places to foreign gods, they went back again. God would punish, they would repent, and then they would bring the gods back in. Read through Kings and Chronicles to see the ups and downs of the people's worship. After a good king would institute reform, a bad king would come and take the kingdom back to idolatry. Even the best kings had trouble doing all they wanted. Some would eliminate the of coals, believe the high places intact. That foothold of idolatry always let the sin come back later. One thing to, remem- to be remembered with the enemy of our souls is that given an inch, he will take a mile. Every last remnant of sin had to be eliminated. An example of heeding the warning can be seen in 2nd Chronicles 14 and 15 with King Asa, The third king of the southern kingdom, this good king was a godly man who reigned in victory for 41 years. At the beginning of his reign, he tried to eliminate all things pagan. He cut down the Asherah poles, the sacred pillars, and pagan altars. He tore down the high places. He even removed his mother from the office of Queen Dowager because she had a large Asherah pole that he took great pleasure in cutting down, chopping, and burning. He then reigned in peace for 20 years until confronted with personal sin. And then he fell. And he would not turn back to God and died of a disease which a prophet could have cured. Another example from the southern kingdom is the Babylonian captivity. When the people did not respond to warning after warning, the southern kingdom was exiled to Babylon. But a blessing was coming after that disaster. God never sends a plague without a blessing to those who learn, repent, and reform. When the people returned from the exile, they had learned the lesson God wanted them to learn. The southern kingdom never had a problem with idolatry. Never on a nationwide scale. There would be little pockets and they would be stamped out because the people had learned there is only one God. When they returned from the exile, they had a renaissance of Hebrew literature and poetry. Before the exile, Isaiah here, stood head and shoulders above all other prophets and all other poets. His poetry is beautiful and perfect Hebrew, even better than King David's, the sweet singer of Israel. For some time after the exile, the poetry that the the post-exilic prophets write is rough. They're having to relearn Hebrew. But in a few generations they are back with with Micah's prophecies and poetries being just as good as Isaiah's. Our generation faces its own trial right now in the pandemic. While some some medications are promising, nothing has been made approved for general use. We must keep our faith in God and look up even when the circumstances pull us down. In addition to the comforts offered by Isaiah, Isaiah, let us remember the promise in Psalm 35. Weeping may last for the night, but a shout of joy comes in the morning. In Isaiah chapter 40, we have a great promise of blessing that comes after the trial. God promises comfort to them in the form of clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness, make smooth in the desert a highway for our God. This is a prophecy that John the Baptist was coming, and after John the Baptist would come the Messiah. Making the way for Jesus, John the Baptist proclaimed that he was the one promised here. The day of the Messiah had come. The comfort and blessings were poured out, running from Bethlehem to Nazareth to Golgotha's cross and the tomb from which he emerged. It has come to us and can go further. But there are still comforts and blessings to come. The final parts of Isaiah's prophecy speak of the Messiah's kingdom when all comforts and blessings come. Many messianic prophecies are split, showing in one part the first coming and in the second uh, the other. It is in those days that the prophecy of the Lord will be revealed showing all the greatness of the Messiah. What are you doing in these trials to proclaim the name of the Lord? Bring comfort to those who need it. Remind them that the Messiah has come and promises blessing to those who follow him.